In today's episode, we're talking about debt and how it keeps you stuck. Why is it that you're unable to get rid of the debt? And as soon as you paid it off, it comes right back. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about mindset strategies and energy tools that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here. And today we're talking about debt. Why is it that you are unable to get rid of debt regardless of what you try, what strategies have put into place and what plan you followed and what financial advisor you've spoken to or worked with? You're unable to free yourself from debt. And every time you feel like you've got rid of it, the shackles of debt come back and pull you right back into the cage. So, Let's go deep right into it and work out what's going on. So why is it? Why is that you still, you know, as as we mentioned before, you have plenty of income, but you're still leaving paycheck to paycheck. You know, you're one paycheck away from a disaster. Why is that? Why is it that you're still stuck in debt? And regardless of the amount of money you make, and you may, the amount of money you make has probably increased quite significantly over the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years, yet so has your debt. And therefore, as your income increases and your expenses increase, and somehow your debt also seems to be increasing as you go, and you're unable to, you know, make a, you know, dent in that debt much. Or every time you think you've paid it off by, you know, by using one of these strategies of using, you know, consolidating your debt and whatever else, or shifting one from one card to another, you still end up being trapped in, in, in debt again. So let's work out what's going on and what's keeping you stuck in your debt. Well, Debt has the most damaging emotional power. Let's get that correct, okay? I understand a lot of people, you know, if they don't have savings, it's they're concerned. But when they have debt, that's when they really begin to stress and worry. And, you know, we know that people, a lot of people think about debt multiple times during the day. And it becomes a habit that they do it subconsciously. They're not even aware of it consciously. They're not even aware consciously that they're actually thinking about debt. It's a, it's a subconscious feeling that keeps coming up and they keep thinking about it again and again and again. And it also brings up the darkest, deepest, darkest emotions. It also makes you feel the most insecure and it makes you, you know, all sorts of disasters run through your mind. If this happens and the bailiffs come to the door and, you know, I get CCJs against my name and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All sorts of fears just, you know, take hold of your, of your mind. And you feel like you're, you know, you're literally spiraling downwards. Debt actually brings up deep feelings of overwhelmed shame. Unfortunately, shame has a big role to play or the energy of shame has a big role to play with debt. And a lot of people feel that if they are financially, if they seem to be financially solvent, especially when I'm talking about people who are professional backgrounds now, people who are in the doctors and the lawyers and the people, you know, self-employed business owners, you know, who have the shops or maybe they have their own um, small businesses, they're running small businesses, even large businesses. If people perceive them to be, you know, wealthy or reasonably comfortable, then how, you know, how was it that they've been so bad with money that they've ended up accumulating so much debt? So shame has uh, is associated a lot with debt. 
It causes uh, feelings of embarrassment and you feel like a failure. You feel like a financial failure. Like I've been working for the past, past 5, 10, 20, 30 years, yet I'm not able to pay off my debt. What does that mean? It also makes you feel anxious that what if I can't pay the debt? What if my business goes down? What if I lose my job? Or what if I, if a disaster strikes? What if I'm unable to fulfill my financial commitments? What will happen? There's a lot of fear and sadness associated with debt also. Now, Let's work out why you have debt in the first place. Now, I'm sure, as I've spoken to many, many people, you know, when I do the phone calls, when I do, when I've, you know, through my other, my free programs, through pay programs, other things, I speak to a lot of people. And one of the things that comes up the most about, about, about debt is the shame associated with it, especially when you have, now I've spoken about this one before, if you could have a poor money mindset and the poor money mindset is the debt mindset. If you have the poor money mindset, you could be off, you know, you could be earning really, really good income, something at 50, 60, 1,000 if you're in a job or even 100,000 a year in, in employment and uh, probably a lot more if you have uh, self-employed or you have a business. But yet you have still accumulated just as much debt. Now, we want to distinguish here at the moment. It could be good debt and bad debt. We'll actually do a whole episode on good debt and bad debt another time later on. For the time being, we're talking about bad debt, a debt that makes you feel anxious and and scared and makes you feel like you're a failure. And you, in courses, if someone asks you how much, if you you feel like if someone asks you how much you know debt do you have, or if you were to show your books to people, they'll be, you know, they'll judge you and you'll feel very embarrassed and shameful about the fact that you haven't been able to manage your finance as well. You know, you, you've accumulated so much debt, even though your income has been going up. So logically speaking, you should not really have had this much debt or you should have cleared it by now, but somehow some way you were unable to clear the debt and you are still stuck with it okay now um regardless and i'm going to be very open upfront with you the people i find the most who've had the who are the worst with debt are accountants i honestly the accountants are the worst because they're able to find and with them they feel even more shame with this because they feel like they're you know if they're accountants they they should be able to manage their own money but they're not whereas I've seen plenty of my clients who are, are accountants and who actually gone ahead and are almost like geniuses when it comes to other people's money in terms of managing other people's money and you know where they should spend and how they should plan and so forth but when it comes to their own money they're a disaster and therefore they even have more shame attached to this like oh my gosh you know I, I go you know I can't even tell my clients my clients find out so much you know debt they'll think if you can't manage your own finances how are you going to manage my finance which is actually different because when you have your when you're dealing with your own finances you have emotions attached to it when you're dealing with your clients money you're neutral towards it because your emotions are not involved with it you're able to take logical um you know steps and make you know make really finite clear decisions about those um those finances because your emotions aren't involved as soon as you start dealing with your own finances, your emotions come in, uh, into play and your own money stories come into play. And this is why people like financial planners and accountants tend to be, you know, not all of them, but a uh, majority of clients that have been accountants and, and so forth, they have been financial disasters because they haven't dealt with their own emotional story. So they can have all the strategies in the world and all the clear planning in the world, yet they're unable to implement those strategies and those tools on themselves in their own personal lives, yet they can create magic and miracles for their clients. And this is what comes up time and time again. 
So it may, it, le- it leads us to think, well, what does debt actually mean? Well, debt can be an energetic, and now this is what I've been to be. If, if you're unable to get rid of debt, regardless of what's happened, and you've got the money, your, your, your income's gone up, you've, you've created this abundance in terms of the, in the, the amount of income you're bringing into your 3D world, yet you're still not able to get rid of the 3D manifestation of debt, that means there could be an energetic manifestation, that, that debt could be an energetic manifestation of your subconscious mind of an old memory of shame, okay? Or the feelings that you are not good enough to be financially solvent. This is so important, I'm going to repeat myself. If you are unable to shift your debt, and regardless of the planning, regardless of the good intentions, regardless of the fact that you're able to have a certain income and your income has steadily increased over the past few years or even the past 5, 10, 20, 30 years, you are still stuck in debt or your debt is going up or has increased somehow no not because of you've been um, because you've been a spendthrift or because of, you know of anything else you've actually been quite cautious with money yet you're you're still your debt is still going up for various reasons unknown to you then your debt could be an energetic manifestation of your subconscious mind of an old memory of shame or of feelings or a situation where you had the feelings that you are not good enough to be financially solvent. Debts can trigger response, which is similar to savings. However, when you don't have savings, you feel anxious and you you know feel sad. But when you have debt, you the feelings are much more profound and much more deeper, and they can actually trigger much more darker emotions. It actually makes you, it lowers your vibration hell of a lot more. So if you don't have savings, you're concerned of what could happen. You know what you know. What if a debt comes along? What if this happens? Or what if that happens? Your actual, in fact, when you have debt, the feelings are magnified because now, if if God forbid, you do lose your job or you do a situation arise where you know you don't have money coming in, you have these financial obligations that you have to meet. Otherwise, you would be in trouble. Okay, so it goes at much deeper level, and unknown to people, the thoughts around if you have debt, if you have if you have lack of savings, you may or may not be consciously you know thinking about it or subconsciously thinking about it as much. But you can put it on the back of your mind. But when it comes to debt, throughout the day, your t- your mind turns multiple times to debt. And it either does it consciously or, and as it happens most of the time, you don't want to think about it. So your subconscious mind doesn't even allow your conscious mind to be become aware of it. It just thinks about it itself on its own. So you're, you're, you barely realize you're thinking about it, but it happens in the background. It happens in the back, like you say, in the back of our mind, but it's still going, continuing to be, you know, being, you know, the, it's like the film that's played again and again on a loop, but on the back of your mind without your conscious mind being aware of it, but your subconscious mind is. Therefore, you have, you know, every now and again, you feel anxious and annoyed, especially when it comes to money. And it can be very, very, very pervasive. It can, it can really, really have, make you get into bad mood. It can make you anxious. It can make you feel like, I need to make sure we get this contract if you're, if you're, if you're, um, if you have a business. Or you feel like, I'm better, you know, make sure that I don't lose my job. Or, you know, it just makes you really agitated and on the edge. Okay. When that, it, that happens, the dominant vibration that you're sending out to the universe at that moment in time lowers. It drops. Okay, so when you get anxious, when you get annoyed, when you get frustrated, guess where you're getting annoyed and frustrated at? Money. When you get annoyed at, you're getting annoyed at money. So what are you, what signal are you sending out to the universe? If you imagine you're on the set, like we talked about this right at the beginning of the the podcast series, you are this global satellite. You're you know sending out the signal to the universe, right? 
if the dominant signal that you're sending out at various times during the day is a sort of stress and anger and anguish and frustration and shame, if that's the signal you're sending out, what are you going to be receiving back? Okay, very important to know. Now, if this is happening on a subconscious level that your conscious mind has not even thinking about it because you don't want to think about it, let me put it to the back of my mind. Your subconscious mind still thinks about it again and again and debt. This is why people get spiraled downwards. We get more and more and more into debt. And when they, because of the energy of debt is so strongly imprinted on their minds in their energy field, that when they do consolidate their debt and the credit card is now clear, within the six to 12 months, that credit card is maxed out again. This is what I see time and time again. So, and there are logical reasons why that happens. It's not because they're both spendthrift, not because they were just spending, they had bad spending habits. You can have someone with great spending habits, like I don't spend much money at all. And and all for transparency sakes, I everything I share with you guys, I've experienced myself. So I use these tools for myself. And this is where I was able to come up with and work through various mentors and my own understanding and my own learning fit has made me arrive at this spot. So keep in mind, I'm talking about myself as well as I am about you. So I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just describing the situation as it is. So every time you have these deep negative emotions, you're sending out these deep negative emotions out into the universe through your, through, you know, being the satellite that you are. And therefore you receive them back as well. And therefore you spiral downwards and get further and further and further into debt, irrespective of, of what plan you have in motion. Okay. It's very, it's very common to wake up during the night feeling overwhelmed by the thoughts of what could happen because of debt. And that happens quite a lot. If someone has, you know, high debt going up and their, their, their business isn't going well and things go happen, think, or, or they think they're going to get, they, they're going to lose a job or because of this, especially at the moment with the, with the pandemic that's happening around us globally, there's a global energy of fear and scarcity and so forth. And if you internalize that, then you will have this, your emotions of, of fear or lack of it or lack of money and the possibility of loss and things that could go wrong because of debt would be heightened even more. Debt triggers a very, very powerful negative emotion and negative self-talk and beliefs. And when you really believe and when you look at debt and think it's, oh my God, it's so much bigger than me and I'm unable to pay it back and I'm, regardless of the plan and motion and regardless of the, 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 the steps I've taken, I'm unable to shift this debt for whatever reason, then you begin to feel like a failure. You start talking to yourself, I must be a failure. I don't deserve to be happy. I can't really deal with this. And especially if you have, if you are from the middle class, upper middle class, financially, you know, I mean, from that sort of, sort of professional background, you feel even more the need to keep up the appearances because you feel like, oh my God, you know, if my clients or if my friends find out the amount of debt I've accumulated, it's it's going to be very shameful. I know, I know, and then I'm going to share something quite deeply. One of my clients shared with me how you know, that the, her father was doing really, really well until a certain point. When, they, when the business started going down, there was a lot of debt that was accumulated. And because of the debt, the shame he felt about the debt caused him to take his own life. This is the amount, this debt is the money that actually can trigger you down a dark path, which, you know, some people have, you know, because when they feel like their debt is so much bigger than them, they can't able to handle, they're unable to get, you know, to repay. And God forbid people find out that they're, they're in so much debt, they take their own life. I, people have, when they, when they, when they get the stress of money come, happens, it's usually the stress of debt 
which actually puts them down this dark path and thinking they can't get out, they can't, they, there's no way they can pull themselves out of this anymore. And therefore, in that low moment, they take their own life. I'm not saying that's the only reason, but I'm saying this plays a major part, especially for those people who lose, who take their lives because of finances, because of because of money. It's usually not because of lack of income or savings. It's usually because of debt. So debt can trigger really strong negative self-talk and beliefs like I'm a failure and I'm so ashamed to be me. Can you see how powerful this is? Now, if you have such strong negative emotions going through your mind and through your energy field, if you are, it puts you in a state of stress. So cortisol levels go up like sky high and energetically, that's the signal you're giving out. Because debt is such a strong negative emotion, I mean, it's a, it, it's such a, so deep, darkest, d- deeper, darker emotion. This is the kind of emotional baggage that most people try to avoid. They don't even want to think about it directly. Okay, we we don't we, we want to talk about it. It's unfortunately over the, the I don't know why this is over the last hundred two hundred years. What's become the norm in our society is universally we've accepted that talking about debt is tantamount to admitting you are a financial failure. You are a financial failure. So if you mention somebody that you have a certain amount of debt, then you 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 know you you're a failure. You're stupid and etc. etc. Okay, it's tantamount to admitting it that you are a financial failure. So therefore, we don't want to admit it. We don't want to think about it. We want to just brush it aside and not think about it. Now, this is crucial, guys. This is crucial. This is the reason why law of attraction does not work for people. Now, I have a lot of people saying to me, well, law of attraction doesn't work. And yeah, this isn't true. And this is all just, you know, just made up rubbish. It's not. Law of attraction is working at all times, all the time. It's like the law of gravity is working all the time. It's a law. It's, it, it exists. But maybe it's not bringing you what you need. But this is the reason why. There's a lot of, I know a lot of law of attraction gurus ask you, they instruct you to think positively, you know, positively about money. They ask you to positively think and focus on abundance. That's to say, just, just think about abundance. Don't think about abundance. Don't worry about your debt. Don't worry about your this. Don't worry about that. Just think about money. Just think about, positively think about money. They ask you to artificially think positively about money. But it really, but they really consider the energy okay, and emotion and beliefs about debt that's impacting people's positive work. They don't think about that. And therefore, if you are saying with your words for five minutes or 10 minutes in the morning, I'm ha- I'm abundant, I'm wealthy, I have money, I have money, I have money. And the rest of the time throughout the day, you're thinking about all the debts you have to pay and the outgoings and in deeper than that, that's just a superficial level. Deeper within that, you have this deep sense of this knowingness, this feeling that I'm not worthy or I don't deserve money and I am, I, I can't, and you have the shame attached to a part of you or part of yourself, then you're not going to allow yourself to be happy around money. You're not going to allow yourself to be, um, to, to feel comfortable being you. Okay. The shame is already there. So you're going to keep the debt there to make sure that you continue to be in the feeling and the emotions of shame. Put this against that. If you have this deep core belief and idea that you deserve to have shame and you need to have shame attached to you and therefore you're not going to allow yourself to have money and therefore the way to feel shame at the moment is to, you know, is to be, is to have debt, then you can say affirmations till the cows come home. You're not going to get rid of your debt. Does that make sense? In order to use a law of attraction, you will need to create a way to see your debt as good. If you currently have good debt at the moment and you, 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 you're artificially going to be trying using, oh, well, you know, I have money and I have, uh, I have uh, money loves me and I love money. It's not going to work. 
there is a step-by-step process. And the first thing you need to do is actually start seeing money in a different light. I talk about this quite extensively in the mastermind in my, my high-end programs. For the for purpose of this podcast, I'm just briefly talking about it in this way. The first the thing you need to do is actually start thinking about debt in a different way. And we'll talk about this in good debt, bad debt um, in the future episodes. But for the time being, that's what that's the first step you need to do. The second step you need to think about is actually what emotions are attached to it. And if what if the emotions are of shame and of humiliation or of failure, then what in the past has made you feel shameful, like a failure? So this is not just what's currently happening in your life. We have to go back to our deep core beliefs and ideas about ourselves. Where did they where, where did they come from? And it could be they're not from us anywhere. They're probably from our parents or primary caregivers. It's likely. It's possible. And this is why you have to address those emotions first, the emotion of shame and humiliation and failure first before you can get rid of your debt. I hope you found today's episode entertaining and informative. It's it's something that's really, really important and very few people actually talk about it in the way that I do and treat money in, in the different segments as, as savings, as debt and um, as income. But it's very important to see money in different ways and has different energies and different depending on the kind of form of money it is. Money in the form of debt, it's really, really powerful, but you have to understand it before you can get rid of debt or turn it into good debt. Okay, we will do an episode on good debt and bad debt in the future. But for today, this is all. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please do leave us a review. Do if in iTunes, you can leave us a five-star rating and written review. And if you do so, you can also leave a review on Stitcher and Spotify and even on Podbean. And if you do leave us a review, please take a screenshot of this review and send it to moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And we will send you as a way to say show our gratitude and say thank you to you for supporting us on our journey, on this podcasting journey. We will send you a million in the mirror meditation for free. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care. Bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Bye for now.